Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode six of volume two of Challenge of the Gobots. It is Psykill's Escape. This episode was written by Jeff and Kelly and Peter Andereg. And last time on Challenge of the Gobots, Psykill threatened to destroy the whole planet through seismic upheaval, but the Guardians were quick to respond and save the day in a good old fashioned Gobots episode. And in this episode, Psykill is being held prisoner in a prison on one of Gobots' moons. I feel like we've made an obvious jump. In the storyline here <laughs> well apparently this is going way way back to the beginning of the storyline isn't this, this should be where it originally picks up after the original miniseries yeah this should be effectively part six yeah so we're on the prison moon of gobatron i guess and psychil's in prison but uh hans cuff blaster and flip top are here to take him to his trial yeah and when he walks out of the cell he's like scooter height they are really big compared to him yes but then they cut away come back and he's normal uh and he says oh yeah i don't have my weapon systems they took those out but i have my wheels and he throws his wheel at blaster bonks him in the head and blaster just starts firing yeah he shoots back but he causes a cave-in that basically buries himself in flip-top and Psykill yeah. just fucking runs for it. But not only that, a Blaster blew open Fighthorse cell, too, because he comes out and he gets Hans Cuff and the old half-Nelson from behind and he just reaches around and grabs Hans Cuff's power pack, I guess, and installs it in himself and now Fighthorse has his Blasters back, so look the fuck out. Yeah. So we go to command center then. The humans are approaching the prison moon in, like, official dress, and there's, I kind of like this where the, and it, it doesn't look like anything official. It looks like band uniform. Pretty much. It actually doesn't look too ridiculous on AJ. It, it definitely, yeah, anyway. Well, yeah, but, because uh, it's like skin tight tights. Yeah. And then there's this blue dress jacket, but so much, I think it was supposed to be like buttons across the front, but it's just looks like feathers and kind of fluffiness yeah it's like marching band kind of stuff but yeah, yeah matt yeah. tells leader one over the intercom yeah we're almost ready here we're just waiting for aj because human females take forever to get ready for anything but then aj just sticks her head in and is like i'm already ready i'm waiting for you guys <laughs> <laughs> take that patriarchy but then scooter can't get a response from the prison moon on the way there but uh no need to worry about that they land anyway <laughs> they land disembark command center uh, and the door opens and hans cuff just stumbles out and he's like it's side kill ah, and he just falls <laughs> yes. over he and fight or have escaped and blaster and flip top have been injured yeah yeah so they rush him to medical he's stabilized uh, rescue but they can't detect a ship anywhere so they assume uh, psycho and fighter haven't left and what has happened is that psycho and fighter like us out of get out of the tunnels and they're on the dark side of gobotron where Psykill has, for whatever reason, years before, left a shuttle. Yep, and it's freezing out here, so they have to work quick to get this thing. So yeah, apparently nobody noticed this thing just sitting here on the dark in, side. It's of... not even hidden. It's just like in an open hangar. Yes, exactly. And back inside, Nick, who is now wearing his normal clothes, so I guess he had time to change, and Scooter get to the main control room to watch all the monitors for any activity, and then AJ, also back in her regular clothes, gets to flip top and blaster with Smallfoot and rescue. Yeah, so they're, I guess, saved. Um, we go then to Psykill, who powers up the shuttle, uh, and he's like, uh, he says, hey, don't worry, I know how we're going to get out of here. I've got a plan. He contacts Rogue Star, and this... I don't know how this happened. It feels... Okay, so Rogue Star is like encased in an asteroid is the only way I can describe it. That's what it looks like, yeah. Or a giant glob of dirt is what I have written down. But yeah, asteroid makes even more sense, though, yeah. Yeah, but if this is at part six of you know, the GoBots, Challenge of the GoBots, it, it almost feels like 
that's how Rogue Star initially looked, right? Because Rogue Star never showed up in the first oh, five. So are we going to get an episode? So this is where they're building it. Okay. Yeah. Or is there, are we going to get an episode where Rogue Star gets its asteroid shell blown apart? Who knows? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> what's important is that uh, Dr. No on Rogue Star Astro beams a stealth device to Psykill. Yep. And uh, back with Turbo, his arthritis, I guess, is flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids. But then he <laughs> finds the open panel that Psykill and Phytor escaped through because they didn't shut the thing behind them. And he can feel the cold air coming in, I guess. Yeah. He pops his head out and sees that Renegade's putting the stealth device inside the ship. And he flies out and starts blasting at them. But Phytor converts and just blasts someone and he starts falling and grabs a ledge and now turbo can't fly i guess i they, this is yeah this shows love of not being able to fly when it's convenient to the plot is annoying at the best of times <laughs> well what happens is that psycho grabs uh, some power cord whips it at turbo basically zaps his fingers so he lets go and then turbo converts into wily coyote yep that's what i have written down he 100 percent wily coyote falls from the ledge like <laughs> dust cloud and everything yep all he needed was the sign yipes yeah. uh yeah. and anyway then psykill turns and blows out like a transistor or a conductor or some piece of electrical equipment yeah they call it a main power junction okay it somehow can specifically cuts all the power to the electric bars <laughs> of the cells in the prison and now all the renegades are free commercial break mm-hmm. and when we come back it's just chaos and crasher and copter escape so i guess they were in prison too yeah. and it's actually kind of neat seeing them meet up where they're like hey hey I, I i really did like this part of like the prison break with all the bad guys like yeah. crasher and copter and soon destroyer i really like their little story arc here of they have a clear mission which right now they realize we don't really have our oh no she doesn't realize that yet shut up john your turn paul <laughs> back with aj she asks hey what's that alarm all about like well it's a fucking prison what do you think but <laughs> yeah and pathfinder's with them now and she says it's a breakout and they're in the cell block though yeah, like really wouldn't they see it happening anyway. so we they go to leader one with matt uh, in the cockpit they're flying around and they detect turbo down at the bottom of this canyon pit thing he's fallen in yeah because he had de- activated his distress uh, signal i guess uh, and then in the command room or the control room nick and uh scooter see on different monitors destroyer uh crasher and copter coming at them so they're like we gotta get the hell out of here run for the door Door opens, there's Destroyer. Yeah, the first thing I thought of when I saw Destroyer in robot mode, Mr. Canoe Head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I kind of like Destroyer. Now I'm just going to yeah. think of four on the floor. It's like, how did he open that door without banging his face off it before the arms <laughs> even got to it? Anyway, so, doesn't so matter. Crasher tries to crash her stomp, Nick and Turbo, or Nick and Scooter, uh, but she can't. She like slams her foot, nothing happens, slams her foot, nothing happens. <laughs> yes. So Nick and Scooter jump away. It sounds like they smash through a wall. But they just hide under a computer panel. Yeah, this is really weird. But I guess they're out of the Renegade's reach and uh, for now. And then back with Turbo, he's frozen solid now. And Leader One flies in and converts. And Matt asks uh, to be let out of the, the cockpit, right? And Leader One's like, man, you'd freeze in an instant. Not that you'd suffocate, you'd freeze. So does that mean there's a nitrogen oxygen atmosphere on the prison moon of Gobatron? I guess. <laughs> anyway, back in the uh, control room, Crasher, uh, or I guess it's Destroyer, tells Crasher, you, your weapons aren't going to work. They took our weapon systems from us, the, the little panels. That's the thing Fighter got back. Uh, so 
we're going to have to get them. Nick and Scooter uh, pull off some little grate. They jump into the air ducts and Crasher converts. A decent Crasher conversion. Decent conversions this whole episode. Yeah. Crasher converts and starts chasing them through the air ducts and Destroyer yells after her, don't kill them. We don't have weapons. We need them as hostages. That was that like, was clever. Is, yeah. Their prison break story is really well written. Mm, it's like they rehearsed this almost. But but yes, yeah, Scooter, meanwhile, converts Nick gets on, but the crash is still after them. And back with leader one, uh, he's inside his you know force field thing. And he's this is kind of neat how he heat things up. So I guess it must have air here. Otherwise, this wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. But um, he's using the afterburner on one of his feet, kind of like at low power, just to heat things up in here. And Turbo is thawing out. Yeah, yeah, it works. Uh, he eventually regains consciousness. Um, and the leader one says, you head back to command center. He's like, yeah, oh, I'm going to get back there. And then we're going to go kill uh, Kill. So back with Phytor and Psykill, uh, they try to use the stealth device as they're uh, flying away, but it's damaged. <laughs> and it's this bad edit where, like, it'll be a clean, you know, the, they're in the cockpit and everything's fine. They cut outside, cut back, and the cockpit is full of somehow yellow and blue smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and then they cut outside, they come back, and it's fine again. Yeah. So Fighter thinks, that, you know, the Astro Beam must have damaged it, like, in transit, so he starts fixing it. And over on the command center, it's the bridge of the SDF-1, because it's all women. And, <laughs> and AJ Pathfinder's Smallfoot sees something strange on the yeah, radar, this is, which they, is the cycle ship. It's, like, blipping in and out and flying around. Yeah, they play a really good team where uh, Pathfinder gets a trace on Psykill but loses it. Small or Smallfoot detects it. Pathfinder gets a trace on Psykill, loses it. AJ then takes that and calculates out a projected path of where he's probably going. Yeah. Solid team. And back with Nick and Scooter. Scooter disguises himself as a wall and Crasher drives right past them and they take cover behind a door at the end of this hallway they ducked into and it's full of the bodies of smashed gobots. So what the hell is is this place on a prison moon with yeah uh, really yeah anyway it's fucked up but back on uh command center wherever they are uh where you know they figured out we're gonna track down Psykill now uh turbo's like all right let's get to it like ooh, i feel dizzy i look like a clown <laughs> and he passes out <laughs> yeah he's dead he had a <laughs> commercial <story>. break <laughs> when we come back rescue has blaster and flipped up in repair thingies and turbo is on the slab and rescue basically says turbo is running a dangerously high fever and if they don't cool him down he's done for so why don't they just put him back outside yeah yeah really or or, or at least just pour some ice on him or something yes. all they have is this multi-limb robot kind of giving him a buff job wet towel <laughs> anyway, um nick uh in this room with corpses there's no other word for it in this cartoon it is robot corpses yeah uh, nick decides to uh, he wants to keep a robot head so that's incredible disrespectful to the dead he found one he likes he wants to keep it but it's still connected to the thing's body and he's yeah. like pulling yeah. on it it's like well, hey, Paul, don't you you know when you're hanging out in the graveyard with your friends you're like hey check out that skull i'm gonna have to rip it off a little to get it off the <laughs> neck but i want to keep it but then the robot's head i don't know if it comes to life but it blasts nick and scooter with the eye lasers and they disappear just as Crasher gets inside, and it turns out she was ramming the door in car mode. That's why she couldn't get it open. So, like, next time try turning the latch. You yeah, but we did have it. an episode a while ago where it showed, like, when she gets a little crazy, she doesn't think straight. She was oh, going to yeah. smash the Astro Beam. So maybe she just went a little crasher yeah hyper i think it's like oh you're always hyper <laughs> yeah yeah so back on the bridge of command center uh small foot can't find scooter anywhere she's lost his tracking 
uh, signal, whatever it is. But suddenly AJ picks him up on an entirely different moon. Yes, it's the moon of knowledge. And how on- many do they have? Spa moon, Spa, prison moon, prison fire. moon of knowledge. <laughs> oh yeah, moon of fire. Where you do two hundred years of hard labor. Where was the library? Was that on the moon of knowledge? That that was the moon of knowledge. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So. so four moons. We have four moons so far. <laughs> and uh, and on this one, uh, Scooter and Nick are inside a room with no doors or windows, and Nick accidentally knocks a cube into a socket for lack of anything better to call it and it just starts broadcasting a news report basically of a human talking about the ongoing rebel attacks on gobotron and scooter says it's from the first renegade revolt which is ancient history so like what with the human like he's got like a classic 1950s haircut he always he talks like this he's a classic news anchor yeah what anyway there's no point in trying to figure that out uh we go to copter crasher and destroyer they have um now found them oh we didn't mention that when crasher bursts into that room with all the corpses destroyer contacts her and says hey forget about those two we found our weapon systems yeah so they're all juiced up Don't again worry about they're them. ready to fight um um, and they're like, okay, let's go take com- over command center and get the fuck out of here. Just as command center leaves. Yeah, so so much for that idea. And back with Psykill, Phytor has the stealth device all fixed up, so they activate that. But then the command center flies straight into them because like they can't see them, right? And Pathfinder's like, they're all like, whoa, what the hell was that? Like, what did we hit? And Pathfinder thinks it was uh, just an asteroid fragment. Did, like, it isn't on your scanners? No, it probably could have gone a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, uh, they did it again where they just don't animate it as well as they could. What happens is you see uh, basically a POV of the bridge of this little renegade shuttle. Command center's coming right at them. They're trying to move. Oh, and then you just hear a clang and Boing. then psych- <laughs> the, the shot of Psycho and Fidor like spins around and you don't actually see any collision. You needed to see like command center just stop for a second and those collision lines yeah. and then keep flying like just to know you never actually see the impact. Anyway, I probably expect too much of this show. (laughs) Back with Nick and Scooter. Now Nick knows the rest of the story because uh, they watched another cube. It it literally comes in with Scooter going, and that's how we built Gobotron. (laughs) Oh, okay. I could have learned. I could have, you know, used that information. And Nick wants to watch all the cubes now to find out where Gobots came from in the first place. And Scooter's like, it's a long story. And TV will rot your brain. (laughs) Yeah. Back with the Guardians, they land the command center on the moon of knowledge, and it's as though it's the first time any of them have ever been there, because they're all like, ooh, ah, there's all these statues everywhere, right? I'm going to go back to the the command center landing, though. It is a really great shot with oh, um, yeah. kind of a wide angle shot looking up so that one of, the, like, I guess, command center's front left leg, like, just lands Boom, right down in front of the camera. And it's a very, yeah, wide perspective, great shot. It really feels like a big piece of equipment. Yeah, this thing is not tiny. And uh, inside, I guess, down in Sick Bay or whatever this is, Turbo is not doing at all well, and he's going to need a miracle. So, Leader One's going to get him a miracle. God damn it. <laughs> so, we go back to Nick and Scooter, and they're in this room that, by the way, has no windows, no doors. We don't know how no. they got in there. Well, we know how they got in there, but we don't and know. And they're not worried out. about that. Like, not worried about Nick running out of oxygen. Yeah, they're <laughs> just going to watch as much as they can. And they watch this clip that's narrated by somebody we find out is the last engineer. Yeah. And he talks about a, a renegade attack on Gobo. This was maybe my favorite thing in the episode, but I I hope it goes somewhere. We see a shot of three shuttles dragging an asteroid through space, letting it loose, and it collides with 
a more fully built Gobotron yeah. and destroys it to give it the Apple Core look it has now. Hmm. And yeah, Scooter's the one that calls and says that's the last engineer who invented the Gobot form. And uh, then the last engineer on this tape says, I've set up a base on Antares 3, which I guess is the third planet around the star Antares, because, you know, that, that is a real star. That's the big bright red star in Scorpius. So then we go to uh, the Guardians. They arrive at the statue of the last engineer because that's where Scooter's signal is. It's coming from inside the statue, and they can't figure that out. Uh, and there's a lot of back and forth. The short version is... Of course, they blow a hole in it. Yes. And like no one had ever tried that before because later one says like uh, the, the <laughs> clues to where this guy went are inside the thing. But yeah. no one can figure out how Nobody to get in. Well, to get, oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The species that blows holes in every wall and ceiling they can find couldn't figure this puzzle out. But when Leader One kicks the wall in, once he's done cutting, I guess, he, uh, they get inside and there's nobody there. Oh, wait, there they are. Scooter was hiding behind a hologram because he didn't know who was knocking. And back with Psykill, he finally has the ship flying level again and Fightor gets a guardian signal on the phone. Like, no, no, really. He's holding a phone up to his head. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and the- and like, like an old 80s phone, you know, anybody who grew up with that kitchen phone that is kind of that curved, it's 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 that curved uh, receiver and it's got the little thing that you can... The, uh, and the buttons inside the receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can either set the, <laughs> yeah. the holder down on the table or there's the hook to put it up on the wall and the cord is about 30 feet long and two minutes after owning it it is twisted to fuck <laughs> yes so the kitchen uh, phone <laughs> fight or knows the guardians are heading for the antares system and they're looking for the last engineer The prison moon of Gobatron is tidally locked, like Earth's moon, like only one side ever faces the planet. Well, that's perfectly fine, but calling the side you can't see from the planet the dark side really doesn't make sense, because a moon orbiting a planet orbiting a star would... You know what? Look it up if you want. It's the side of the prison moon not currently facing Gobatron's star, and it's ridiculously cold on that side. Fine, Earth's moon, Mercury, and Mars are the exact same, dramatically colder at night than when the sun is up. And Turbo goes out on the roof hatch to chase the renegades and very quickly freezes and yes we've seen turbo in space before and he was just fine but according to the popular fan created story order this is episode six so maybe we haven't established that yet that they can you know survive in space but turbo should know that he's not built to survive the cold on the night side of the prison moon but you know who would be pathfinder she's a starfighter she's designed to fly in space pretty cold in space the night side of the prison moon couldn't be any worse Get Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Pretty fun episode. I like this one. It felt like the episode had time to grow and evolve because obviously we're coming into a two-parter. The next episode we're going to watch is the quest, for, quest, the quest for the Kwiwewa. <laughs> if you want to see a couple immature dicks, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P McPherson one. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app. Whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Pink Floyd with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. And I'll see you on the dark side. Side of the moon. It's a long story.